This is the Salvationist Podcast. I'm Kristen Austinson. Over the years, the Salvation Army has been blessed to have many incredible composers among our ranks. And many of their compositions are captured in resources such as the Salvation Army Songbook. But Psalm 96 also encourages us to sing a new song. So how is the Army cultivating new worship music today? One way is through Salvation Worship, a publication of the Canada and Bermuda Territory. Five volumes of Salvation Worship have been released so far, and a new one is coming in July. Laura Rousel, Worship Ministries Director at Glenmore Temple in Calgary, is one of the contributors to Salvation Worship. And in this episode of the podcast, she talks about her songwriting process and why it's important for the Army to cultivate its own worship music identity. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear Laura's song, Take My Life, I Am Yours. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for joining us on the Salvations podcast today. Hi, Kristen. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here. Um, So can you start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Did you grow up in the Army? How did you get involved in music ministry? Um, Well, my parents are officers, and uh, I grew up in Newfoundland. And uh, they started me off singing when I was really young. So I've been singing in church ever since I can remember. Um, And, of course, I was a part of the band uh, when I was old enough to do so. So that's been a big part of my life. and. I started playing guitar when I was in grade seven, I think. So after I started playing guitar, I started writing songs a little bit more, that kind of thing. And so music's always been a part of my life. It's just been something that's kind of just been naturally there. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so I guess I credit my parents for uh, getting me to sing when I was really young. And so that kind of just became... Uh, my ministry, I guess. That's just what I've always done. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and when did you start worship leading specifically? Um, worship leading specifically, I think I started when I was in in junior high. I think I started to do it a little bit. But when I, when I was in high school, um, we lived in Gander, Newfoundland, and we had a youth pastor there. And he kind of pushed me a little bit. Um, to do it because obviously I was nervous and, and didn't know if I could do it or not. So he kind of pushed me a little bit. And, uh, and so that's kind of where I really started to do it. And uh, so we did it like regularly there in a worship team. And then we worked at camp. Um, I worked at camp and my husband worked at camp. Uh, That's where we met. So Hmm. there uh, I did a lot there. So that's kind of, I guess, after high school, it just kind of became like a, a regular thing that I did. And so, yeah. And then it just kind of morphed into a career. So, so it's mm-hmm. been really fun. So, yeah. Wow. That's great. And when did you first start writing worship music? Writing worship music. Um, I have been sort of writing songs since I was really young, but like no one ever really heard them. So I'd like write songs with my friends. Like we would yeah. just get together and just write songs and just sing them for each other, or whatever. And, uh, and like in different parts of my life, I've written songs, just just like scripture and stuff like that, just that I've sung just for myself. 
And I remember I did write a song when I was in college that was a worship song that uh, we didn't, I didn't, I only sang for one other person, but I haven't really uh, written like a lot of worship music. So I don't know, <laughs> it's probably, I've probably only written a couple of worship songs that, that uh, I would consider worship songs, I guess. But obviously I love worship music and it's something that I, I am passionate about and I would like to write more. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little about your creative process when you uh, are writing? I get inspired a lot by different things. And I find myself like, if I sit down to try to write a song and I'm like not feeling inspiration, I cannot do it. <laughs> like it just does not work for me. But if I if I watch something or I'm with a group of people and we're having good conversation and stuff like that, like, and I get inspired, it's like, it's like a totally different thing. It's like, oh, I could go and write that song right now because it's just there. Whereas if I try to do it, it does not work for me. <laughs> so it really is like a, I have to be inspired by something. And then usually I just find that like a melody will come and then words will come with it. Like, and yeah, it's just pretty natural like that if I'm, in, if I'm inspired by something. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, how would you say the songs that you write reflect your own walk with God? Um, well, I tend to be a pretty vulnerable person. I, I, I find that when people are vulnerable, that's how I connect with them and, and how I connect with God, because through their vulnerability, I, I understand, um, my relationship with God more. So, um, so I tend to be more like that when I'm, when I'm songwriting. So, um, so I would say most of the time, yeah, I go to a pretty vulnerable place and I let people know kind of like where I am in my relationship with God. So, um, <clears throat> so I would say that it usually really reflects wherever I am in my relationship with God. Like usually that's just, that's where I'm writing from out of a point of vulnerability, whether, whether I'm in a good place or in a, in a not so good place. Yeah. Usually that's, that's reflected in whatever I do. Um, so when you are writing, are there any themes that are particularly meaningful to you, things that you come back to, or sort of patterns you notice in, in terms of what you write about? Yeah, I guess, uh, grace is a big one that I find that, uh, is usually always an undertone in, in any song that I've written, because I guess I, I always, I'm always like, how could God loves someone like me, like a sinner like me. And that's always kind of like where I'm coming from. So it's always like God is so full of grace that he could love someone like me. And and this like song has actually been going through my mind recently um, about redeeming love. And that theme is something that I always come back to. It's like he completely redeems us because we can't, we're nothing without him. So yeah, just that is always the theme that's sort of like running through everything that mm. I, everything that I sing, everything that I do. Yeah, grace is a huge thing. And on a practical level, how do you know if a song is going to work in a congregational setting? Because um, of course, many songs are beautiful, but not everything does work. And and so in terms of both songs you've written, but also songs you come across in the worship music sphere. Um. Well, uh, I guess I look at um, like singability. A lot of the worship songs that are written are really not practical songs that congregations can sing because yeah. of the range and the melodies are often complicated. So 
Um, so that's definitely uh, one of the points. But um, I think if I think it's if it's a if it's something that we can sing corporately and it's not like extremely personal, because a lot of the time songs will be written that are extremely personal too. And so we can't really sing them corporately, right? So I, I look for songs that um are are easy for us to sing corporately, like songs that are pointing to God, uh sing like, you know, songs that are solely about God, praise to God, those types of songs. And obviously there have to be songs that are also like moments of reflection, uh, which we use. But um yeah, I find that <clears throat> I just look for stuff that is easy, easy for the congregation to sing, that the range is not too crazy. And that obviously the theology is sound. Uh, that's important. And uh, yeah, just songs that are, are songs that we can sing as a church body that mean something to us. Hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, and can you tell us about the song you contributed to Salvation Worship, which is called uh, Take My Life, I Am Yours? Uh, what was going on in your life when you wrote it and what inspired you? Um, okay. So that song, um, I had been looking at the words of take my life for a long time and just thinking, I love those words. Um, and I was thinking like, I wonder if I could write something, some kind of melody uh, and, and a chorus that goes with it that would, you know, just change it a little bit. Um, and I had like been doing that for a long time, like just like reading the words, reading the words and trying to figure something out. But during the pandemic this day, I was at home and uh, we had just watched our online service and I was sort of just sitting on my couch with my guitar, just like noodling. And I, it just like this melody just came to me. The whole thing just came to me like in this moment. And, mm. and I was like, okay. So it really was like, this moment of inspiration from God, just from like what I had just heard from our service and mm. like the place that I was in at the moment, obviously, because we were in the midst of the pandemic, uh, isolated from everybody else and really just feeling like I didn't know where, where to go. Like I, I just felt so defeated. And the chorus says, um, I am yours, even when the doubt sets in, even when I'm running in the opposite direction. And that was kind of where I felt like I was at because I was, I was doubting because we need community, obviously. Like I felt like mm. I, I needed that community and we didn't have it at that point. And, and right. so like the doubts were coming more easily. And, uh, and I felt like I kept running to, social media and like all these news outlets, whatever I could find to try to find some hope that, you know, things were going to get better, but I wasn't running to God. And so I just mm. felt like I was running in all the wrong directions. And so <clears throat> that was like very honest, obviously where I was at at that point. And um, God just reminded me in that moment that he was still there. He was always standing next to me in the midst of that trial. So yeah, those words all just uh, came so naturally. And obviously it was God speaking to my heart at that moment. So mm -hmm. yeah. And I think a lot of us can relate to that because it was really hard not being able to meet for so long. And, and it's, it's so beautiful that we can actually gather and worship together mm -hmm. again. Yeah, absolutely. And of course the Salvation Army has such a rich heritage of music making. 
Um, although, you know, we're a little bit more known perhaps for our brass bands and our songsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of how you feel about worship leading and worship songwriting, why do you think it's important for the army to cultivate that as part of our music ministry? Mm-hmm. Um, well, honestly, I think I would have felt differently about this a few years ago before Simon Goff and the team at THQ started doing the salvation worship hmm. thing, <laughs> because I always felt like, like, why, why do I need to write worship music when there are so many people out there who are writing great songs that, so I, why do I need to do it? You know, why do I need hmm. to contribute? But I feel like God has things to say through all of us, like different things to say that, and what Mm -hmm. I have to say may meet somebody in their journey differently than anything that they, anything else that they would hear. So, you know, we can't ignore Mm -hmm. God speaking through each of us. And if he's asking each of us to do that, then I feel like we should, the Bible says, sing a new song unto the Lord. So I feel like each of us should take that. If, if we feel like we've been given the call to write a song, um, I feel like it could speak to anybody in any place that they're at in their lives. And I think it's really important for us to listen to that. And plus, like, not all songs that are written for for people's churches are for everybody's church. So, like, you know, mm. my church might need a different song than, you know, the church down the street does. So I, I can kind of, mm. I kind of know where my church is at. So if I write something that they need in that moment then, you know, that will be important for them. So I feel like, you know, it is important for us mm. to each explore that and listen to God if he's telling us to do that. So, yeah, that's very true. Um, and of course, even within the broader Christian world, like the Salvation Army is its own movement, its own denomination, and and we have our own sort of theology and ethos as well. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely makes sense that we would cultivate our own sort of songwriting to express that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that's in, in this salvation worship thing, that's definitely what's been happening because it, it does have its own identity. It's like, it's different than anything else. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And for yourself, what do you love most about songwriting? Um, I feel like um, it helps me to express things that I wouldn't know how to express otherwise, I guess. Um, mm. yeah, things that I'm going through. Um, and it brings me closer to God, honestly. It's, it's really a way for me to talk to him that's different than anything else, you know? So, mm. yeah. So I, I appreciate that about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you're kind of an up and coming salvationist songwriter yourself, but, uh, thinking about others who might be thinking themselves about taking the plunge and, and giving it a go. What advice would you give your fellow salvationists? Well, I would encourage you if you're, if you're doubting yourself and you're saying the same thing I did about all these other people are writing songs. So why would I try to do that? Um, mm. I would say, like you are unique and God has given you a voice that nobody else has. So I feel like he gives us each gifts and he gives, he has a calling on each of us. And so I feel like um, even if you feel like it's not going to be a good enough song um, (laughs) compared to whatever, that, that doesn't matter at all. Like really what matters is that you're being true to God and true to yourself. And um, 
And if you write a song and nobody else hears it, you've written a song to God that you can sing to God mm. yourself. Like that's, that's how I kind of feel about all of the songs that I've written because most people haven't heard them. So, but it's still important for me to do it. And it's still special between me and God. So I would say, yeah, go for it. And you don't have to worry about whether or not people like it. It's really about whether or not um, it's glorifying God. So, yeah, no, that's absolutely great advice. Um, and thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on songwriting. We're so happy to be able to spotlight Salvation Worship and encourage others to check it out. Uh, so listeners, please have a look in the show notes for a link. And uh, Laura, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great to chat with you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been awesome to be here. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salvationist Podcast. For more episodes, visit salvationist.ca slash podcast. To learn more about Salvation Worship, visit salvationworship.com. And now, here's Take My Life, I Am Yours by Laura Rousel. Take my life and let it be Consecrated, Lord, to Thee Take my moments and my days And let them flow in ceaseless praise Take my voice and let me sing Always only for my King Take my lips and let them be Filled with messages from Thee Filled with messages from Thee Cause I am Yours Even when the doubt sets in Even when I'm running in the opposite direction And I am Yours When the night is dark and I can't see You're always And I am reminded that I am yours. I am yours. Take my will and make it thine. It shall be.
'Cause I am your.